This reading engagement video covers Branson and Martinez, chapters 10 through 11, Imaging the Church of the Future by Withrow, Power of Asset Mapping by Snow, and Foundations of Appreciative Inquiry by Branson. These readings are meant to explore different aspects of the tasks of leadership and to offer some correctives to some leadership habits. There's a lot of buzz in denominations about transformational leadership and leading for change. Certainly there is a lot that might be changed and improved in religious traditions, but leaving it at that is not sufficient for several reasons. One is that it seems a significant motivation for change is survival. There's nothing wrong with surviving. It is necessary to have an impact on the world. The second reason is that there is a tendency to place the onus of change on the leader or leadership team of a faith community. This can pit the leadership against the congregation and potentially make the membership dependent on the leaders. A third reason is that transformation and change need to be connected to a vision and goal. Change involves movement from one thing to another. I would like to frame things in terms of adaptive missional leadership. The issues of generalities remain with this, but it focuses attention on pursuing the calling or vocation of a community and that such calling is always evolving and requiring adaptation. The Branson and Martinez chapters point to the importance of relationships and conversations. Adaptive missional leadership requires trust that must be won through relationships. Branson and Martinez offer a triad of leadership functions that involve facilitating interpretation or discernment, building relationships, and implementing plans. The Withrow reading introduces a way to balance planning and the uncertainties of the future. Scenario building helps a community understand its mission and purpose, then consider multiple ways that may be embodied in the future. As events unfold, some scenarios become clear and feasible, and others may fade. To me, this brings to mind the saying, luck favors the prepared. Knowing that we seek to be and do helps us to recognize opportunities and needed resources to embody that vision as situations change. Scenarios also provide balance and planning. Too much structure hinders the freedom to adapt and thrive. Too much open-endedness creates a debilitating chaos. When things are too chaotic, people are disempowered because they cannot trust their judgment about situations. It's not freedom. Scenario building can foster flexible intentionality, freedom producing structures. The Draw Toast video provides a way to recognize the systems involved in communities and organizations. The parts of an organization are interconnected and action in one part of the system impacts the rest of the system. Think of how a mobile swings and sways, finding a new balance after one part of it is nudged. System dynamics are rarely explicit, 
and so it takes intentionality to identify them. Remember that systems want to remain in balance, and change disrupts this balance. The snow reading encourages leaders to focus on assets in a faith community and in its environment. Too often we can get stuck in a deficit mentality where we can only think of what we lack or can't do. Asset mapping helps us shift to an attitude of abundance and grace and blessing. If we have a sense that God is calling us to do something, do we then think God leaves us without the means to do so? In some sense, naming assets creates vocational imagination, what can be done. Again, asset mapping goes beyond what is in a faith community to community partners of all sorts. This helps us live into the callings of place, into a sense of parish citizenship. In a similar spirit, the Branson reading on appreciative inquiry encourages leaders to focus on the capacities and capabilities of communities and organizations. We can often focus leadership energies into fixing problems. Certainly there are problems in faith communities that are dysfunctional and block effectiveness and well-being. They need repair. But if problem solving is a primary lens of leadership, then we see all the things a community can't do and lose sight of what is good at and where that might lead. Appreciative inquiry helps leaders build on strengths and potential. Finally, I wish to add a note about understanding change from Heifetz and Linsky. They make a well-recognized distinction between technical change and adaptive change. Knowing the difference is important because they call for different responses. Technical change involves improvements to how something is done. If an outreach event flops, then one might change the program or how it is marketed. Adaptive change involves shifts in assumptions and new approaches. Here, an event flop might lead to questions about whether an event is the best way to connect into the neighborhood. It is also helpful to recognize the difference between an end or goal and the means to that end or goal. When those two are confused, that failed event may be understood as the goal rather than a means to outreach. In that case, energy is poured into fixing the event, it's something we must do, and adapt and losing sight of adapting to other means of outreach. Collectively, the readings point to leadership that is relational, attentional but adaptive, systemic, draws on assets, and builds on strengths.